Good morning. I hope you guys are well. I am well because it's currently snowing outside. It snowed last night, so everywhere's just white and beautiful. And yeah, we're going to go straight on today's episode and it's about breakups and big changes. So like, even if you're not going through a breakup, I think there's value in this because I think, you know, when just like a big change comes into your life, whether that's losing a best friend, losing a boyfriend or girlfriend, changing jobs or losing jobs or being fired from a job or do you know what I mean? Like just like a really big change. I feel like there could be some like value and some lessons in this potentially. I've basically been going through, I went through a breakup like two weeks ago and I wanted to share my thoughts and feelings. I think if anything, I have been the most like public about my relationship on this podcast. So I feel like I don't know like this is where I'm going to give the most kind of details because you guys kind of have been along that journey and I've always kind of been giving examples of me and my boyfriend and Max by the way and yeah so it makes sense me coming along to town here I do also have a morning voice right now because I have literally quite no I've quite literally just woken up but we love a deep voice so first thing I want to say about this whole big change end of a relationship whatnot everything quite literally happens for a reason and this has really helped me the last two weeks because even though I was having to grieve the relationship and it's good to grieve it's good to feel it's good to cry in the back of my mind was I so sure that this was the right thing because the way that I imagine it is we all have a path that aligns with our higher self your best version of yourself so that's almost like you know when you hear those things of like oh when you die you could like be shown what you could have achieved like it's your higher version of yourself so we all have this let's say big yellow brick lane path and sometimes we get a little sidetracked we go down a little alley down the left we go down a little alley down the right And we don't even realise it's happening. We just know this path is life. But we don't realise we're actually on a little side path. Now these side paths are important because they teach us lessons. And they help us get back onto the big old path. But sometimes we get a little bit too far down there. And sometimes, let's say when you lose a job. When you lose a best friend. When you lose a relationship. Like when big things happen. You can really question it. You can be like, oh my god, why? why has the universe been so mean to me like if you have one of those thoughts at the moment like why has this happened this is almost like the universe physically coming in and making you shift courses it's going look bro you've gone way too far down this little side alley we're gonna do something that may or may not seem good to you but it's gonna get you back on track or at least try to and sometimes we don't listen to it still but like that's what for me I imagine these big shifts as is like the universe being like look bro if you're not going to open your eyes I'm going to open them for you and I'm going to put you back on your path which I think is just so nourishing for the soul when you listen to that (laughs) right really helped me the last two weeks so let's talk about it in context with me and Max and our relationship now mine and max's relationship actually started to shift in bali i probably like started talking about things in bali now one thing i want to say is we didn't argue we didn't have our quote-unquote 
issues we didn't start becoming toxic to each other we didn't start saying mean things about each other so it wasn't necessarily like obviously that we went that there was like starting to have cracks in Bali it was more like he was doing his therapy I was doing my therapy we were both doing a lot of healing work both really emotional and we both kind of understood that we had to really focus on ourselves so that's why I started in Bali like doing little trips by myself and like he would stay at the apartment and I would go off and do things because I was starting to learn that within a relationship I sometimes lose myself because I don't do the things that I want to do right if they don't want to go watch sunset I won't go watch sunset if they don't want to do something I won't go do something and it's really important when you're in a relationship getting into a relationship or not in a relationship that you're just constantly doing what you want like your routines what you want to do the exciting things that you want to do and so yeah that was an example of like little things anyways I didn't think in Bali that that was our relationship starting to shift I well probably starting to shift but I didn't think in like a negative way or something that was going to lead us to a breakup I thought it was more like oh this is really powerful because like we're both going to be so empowered in ourselves which is a good thing by the way anyways what what was actually going on is i would say even before bali we were becoming more friends and less boyfriend and girlfriend but with the same amount of love if not more and i feel like that like if someone had told me that before mine and max's relationship i wouldn't have understood it because previous relationships i didn't have this you know when I don't know how to explain it but yeah we didn't have this but it was so different with Max like I genuinely see him as like a lifetime friend and yeah but basically the last two months when I was in Bali no, but yeah the last what it's been three months now since Bali um I didn't notice this is the big thing I did not notice that we were becoming more friends. I just thought this was our relationship. In fact, a month ago, was I starting to think in my head like, oh wow, it's nearly mine and Max's one year. I guess we're kind of moving. I, I genuinely thought like what was going on in my head, I was like, oh, we're moving out the honeymoon stage, right? Because we're not like madly, like relationshipy, intimacy, sexually in love with like, in like as much anymore. And, and you know, we're, we're gonna have to like, be more adults now and you know I'm really focusing on my job and I'm busy and we're going to see each other now and then and we're moving into the compatibility stage and that was me just not noticing what was going on in the situation because it was quite the opposite and I think another thing to mention is obviously I had shifted a lot that trip Max had shifted but I had shifted a lot and in turn did our relationship dynamics change and I'm this isn't harsh because this has actually came out of Max's mouth he told this to me which literally broke my heart when he said this to me on our little breakup call which I will explain how we got into that but he said I'm no longer the boyfriend that you once needed he was like a year ago you needed someone to sleep with you every night because you were afraid to sleep by yourself and you need someone to hug you all day and you were anxious so you literally every day so you needed support and care and you know physical hugs and all of that stuff and what happened in Bali is I really turned up for myself 
I learned how to emotionally regulate myself. I learned how to put myself asleep because he actually left Bali early. So I had two weeks in Bali in random hotel and I had to learn to put myself asleep. Now, a little bit of background, I never knew that I ever had a problem or anxiety about going to sleep. In fact, my whole life have I walked around saying, I am the best sleeper ever. But the thing is, is my mum very lovingly put me to sleep literally every night. Like it was just our time together in the evening. It wasn't necessarily like, Anna can't get to sleep, I've got to put her to bed. It was like, that was the time we would connect in the day if we didn't. Like she would just sit on my bed and until I go a bit tired, would she walk out kind of thing. And I love that. But what happened was, was very interesting was when I moved in with Millie, I was fine because Millie was in the room next to me. But if there was ever a night where Millie wasn't in the room, like I would not like it. And then it came to a point where Max almost moved in. And even if Millie was in, like I needed Max, like I became even more dependent. So anyways, I really turned up for myself in Bali because I had to put myself to sleep. And I was really, I was really there for myself. And then also the last two months, we went from seeing each other like every day this last year, right? Pretty much like Bali, before Bali, literally the whole year, 2022. And in the last two months, we have seen each other twice. That was unheard of within our relationship. And I think obviously there was like almost a physical barrier because because I didn't have my London apartment anymore. And that was almost where we would hang out. But like there's nothing saying you can't come do you know what I mean I could have gone to his house he could have come to my parents like there's not really an excuse and I was telling myself and I I genuinely was like I have been so busy with work lately and I love it like I love it and not in a way of like having to be productive all day but more just like back on my little wave of work and doing things and I think It almost protected me the last two months in a way of like, I told myself that I was busy with work. Now I was, but I think there was like an element of like, we were drifting apart, but I wasn't, I was like protecting myself from the truth and not saying that because like, that's just not normal for us. If that makes sense, seeing each other twice in two months. So I don't know if I've explained that right. I wasn't ready to process it the last two months or in Bali. And I think that's a really interesting thing because my therapist, when I told her about my breakup the last two weeks or something, she opened up to me and she's very good with her work. She never tries to shift me in a certain direction. She she makes sure that everything like is my I'm not gonna say my decision she does not input her opinion over because I remember in Bali I was saying things like oh like this is happening between me and Max like what do you think and she would never say like yeah you know you guys are maybe not for each other or I think that like you guys are drifting do you know what I mean she never told me that and it was until I told her that we broke up did she go you started drifting apart in Bali and I was like what she was like that's when I saw the the actual boyfriend and girlfriend relationship end and that actually like hit me like a rock (laughs) because imagine your therapist like your insane therapist who like this woman has 
my heart telling me like oh yeah the boyfriend and girlfriend element of your relationship ended you have been friends the last two months and I was like wow and then when I asked her you know why didn't you help me at all with telling me like why didn't you tell me the last month or two months that like it should be more of my attention or like I should focus on like mine and Max in a way of like maybe not being together and she basically said you just weren't ready to process it if 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 you started having thoughts of a breakup in Bali you would have just been crying every day like that real heartbroken rejection feeling because you just weren't ready to process it which kind of makes sense why sometimes friends can get way too involved in telling you to break up with you and your like toxic ex-boyfriend or toxic boyfriend because you are not ready to process it even though they can see everything is that not just so interesting like I when I had my like boyfriend when I was 17 18 going on to 19 whatever it was like a year and a half it really wasn't that long anyways no it was it was my longest relationship actually and I tried to break up with him like five times mini breakups you know when you find out (laughs) you know when you find out that they were chatting to someone else and then I would get back with him and then my like I remember my friends would be like Anna like it's not good and because I wasn't ready to process it like it just didn't make sense to me I was like guys I freaking love him what do you mean and that's okay so if you are a friend and you are listening to this just know that like you just have to let your friend go through it like you can pull them out sometimes and just be like look I'm here for you and whatever but genuinely nowadays with my friends when they're going through like a boyfriend thing I really can't tell them like I if anything do you know what I do when I hear like let's say my friend tells me about this guy and she's like oh no but it's fine but this has happened and in your head you're just like you want to tell them that they just need to break up leave him and he's trash I go to them are you okay because in some aspect do you attract an energy a relationship a boyfriend in that similar wavelength so if something is getting toxic within the relationship it's most likely coming from deep insecurity deep woundedness deep stuff within the girl or whatever side you're talking about you know what i mean your friend so sometimes you don't need to go telling them to break up with their boyfriend in fact that's probably keeping them safer right now right on a level that is keeping them more okay so if you're just going to go in there and be like break up with your boyfriend even though you're depressed and you're insecure and you've got this and that it's not going to help them right but you can go in and say are you okay like do you want to talk about stuff about you like let's stop talking about the boyfriend what's going on up in your mind and I think that's such a good way to like turn up for your friend because we don't just want to ignore the situation that they're in anyways let's talk about what made me realize what made me give it the attention like give the minor max is situation the last two months attention because as I said I have just been busy I've been doing events I've been like all around the shop lots of filming lots of work fun stuff Manchester like all around the shop and I genuinely just thought me and Max were fine oh, we're just like I don't know I don't want to say it but we're just forever I would I, a month ago I was literally saying to him like you're my forever of course you are we're like we we never have any issues we're just and also what was interesting was we were becoming so comfortable with like making our lives such a priority that we weren't actually in each other's lives and I was almost okay 
with him just being on the other side of the phone and seeing him now and then and that's very interesting anyways basically i literally just had a brainwave i had a bit of a brainwave and we had a lot of time of apart and i went from not even thinking about max and i ever breaking up to suddenly kind of piecing it all together because i think i went away for like five days or a week or something and we just didn't call and it and by the end of the week when i got home i was like wait this is my boyfriend and he told me we didn't call and it wasn't like blaming him because i didn't pick up the phone either but like he didn't pick up the phone either do you know what i mean it wasn't just like one like i was like turning down all the calls or everything and i started piecing it together so i'm gonna say some things that maybe i think i've already mentioned some things but one of them is obviously quite personal but i want to talk about it because obviously i everything i share on this podcast is like meaning to help other people we had lost our intimacy now for like six seven months six seven months so not just barley like i'm talking before it and i had never really given it i'm gonna say never really give it any thought towards me and max breaking up and that being the end of our relationship i did give it thought in the present moment when it would happen between us like it wasn't me let's say losing my intimacy it was yes we lost our intimacy as a whole but like let's just say like sexual drive i was fine and i don't know about you guys but for a guy to stop wanting to like you know go there with you or not like stop wanting to go there because he would say he would want to but like the drive wasn't there it was it was kind of hard and i really tried to not like think it was me and i think like the way i take it is like it's not me i am fucking hot and i know that and i and i really know that and i don't think that i'm not attracted do you know what i mean i don't think that i can't whatever (laughs) but between me and max was there something energetically not there the dynamic was yeah there was something off so yeah that that was one thing so that's what i was saying like i had a brainwave and i was piecing it all together and i was like shit we've lost our intimacy for ages and like that's actually not boyfriend and girlfriend so this was another thing it was like okay so that's more friends and then the other thing was we went absurdly long without messaging each other and like we didn't need to call every night and stuff so that was more like friends and then i said earlier we were both so on our own paths that we were like our biggest priority and this was this is on my side i don't know about him and i all, this is all said with love but so I, I was so in my own life for the last two months when we would meet and it was only like two or three times like two nights or like no like two two times when we would like have a little sleepovers and then like one day thing when we would meet it felt like i had to switch worlds to be able to connect because he didn't feel a part of my current lifestyle now that is deep and that is hard but it is truthful and i know i don't know if he's gonna listen to this but yeah i had to switch my person i'm not gonna say my personality but the wavelength of life that I was going. My life is quite hard to keep up with me. I change so quickly 
because of the rate that I'm healing stuff. Like I do a lot of therapy and I do a lot of reflection in between. That I'm almost just really growing into my higher self, like with this work that I'm doing. And I'm like, no, no, not not just stepping over steps at the moment. Like I'm I'm hurdling. <laughs> and my lifestyle's hard to keep up with. Like I'm doing events, I'm here, I'm there. I wake up and suddenly like I need to be in London, so I go over there and and this, that and 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 I also have an insane amount of drive, like insane. And and I put myself, and I will happily say, like, I freaking love to work. I do. I really do. And I've had to learn to tone it down. <laughs> but I wake up and that's what I want to do. And that's another thing that, like, almost was coming, not coming in between me and Max, but made me realise when I bought my apartment and stuff, I said to Max, like, by the way, like, this is my apartment. And he was totally understanding because I had got this apartment wanting wanting that one. And I wasn't starting to think, okay, Max is going to live it with me. So I'm going to get something that he can, like, afford half of, if that makes sense. Right? Because if you live with someone, it's fair enough to pay rent. At least that's what like previously I would never ask like I would never ask to pay rent you know what I mean I'm like of course you don't have to like it's just my house and but the fact is that like does that not show like it wasn't really the rent situation it was more like I really wanted my own space I was imagining me with my own space and as I was kind of saying I wake up and I want to work it was almost like I kept pushing, we we both, this is not just me, we both kept pushing back, we were both okay with pushing back the date when, when we would meet, so instead of being like, I'll see you in a week, it was like, okay, two weeks, and then three weeks, and it was because I didn't want my lifestyle, my, my day-to-day routine, my work, my, yeah, my, my lifestyle to be stopped, to have to switch into another one, like, it was odd, like, it was really, really odd. I think it was hard for him as well, I don't think he ever, like, maybe said it but like I'm not an easy girlfriend either like in a way of my lifestyle so I think there's just that to talk about as well and then kind of just like wrapping up that little situation I had to as I said I had to switch back into a different lifestyle to be able to connect with him so I was still able to connect them when I was with him but I had to almost like alter my like energy if that makes sense and for me and my therapist that was quite a big sign that actually like because what she was teaching me because I was bringing this up in my therapy sessions I was like why do I have to kind of like switch when I'm with him and he was like because as um an old people pleaser I learned that like to be able to connect with certain people you had to switch your energy so she kind of gave me a task in these months of this happening to when I was with him to keep up my high energy and high lifestyle and I don't know what to call it I do relax guys don't think of it in that way but it's just I I don't know how to explain it and I did try I did try to keep up my stuff but like I just couldn't like I just couldn't um okay so then going on to a little in I want to give you guys a little insight about people in relationships you may or may not know this everyone literally comes into your life to heal you heal a part of you or to teach a lesson about yourself because everyone is quite literally a reflection of yourself So whether that's a new friend, whether that's a, well, not even a new friend, whether that's a friend, whether that's your boyfriend, they are coming in to heal a part of you. And I think like, 
as a general, we always like, oh, I do this as well. Any relationship I get to, as soon as like I realize that I love them and they're like my current boyfriend or something, I see I see me having kids with them. That's what I see. That's what I jump to. I go, oh my god, they're my forever. They're my husband. They're my them. I'm gonna have my children with them, and that's my way of like understanding the love. If that makes sense, I don't know. I'm not saying that isn't, but like a better way and I think what I'm learning now that like right what that was my third relation no that was my fourth relationship wow my fourth relationship I would say second big one if that makes sense and but I would say my biggest big one if that makes sense as well (laughs) here we are ranking my relationships what I'm starting to see overall everyone's coming in to like heal something For example, Max healed the part of me that didn't have a consistent father. This man literally loved me unconditionally, no matter what. He was emotionally stable. He never yelled at me. He never, like, attacked me. He never was on and off with me. He never played games with me. Throughout our relationship, even in Bali when he had his downs, he never stopped loving me, right? Even if we had lost our intimacy and lost our sexual stuff, the love, the unconditional love, care, protection was there. When we were reflecting our relationship last week, he agreed that it was more of a, it was like, I felt it turn into more of like a fatherly dynamic love. And when he said that, I was like, oh shit, no wonder you didn't want to rip my clothes off. Like, it kind of all makes sense he was always there like looking out for me like when I was talking about my finances or when I was when I was like oh I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna go do that be like Anna like he would kind of like ground me or like not bring me down that's not the word but like just make sure like that kind of fatherly protection of like what are you doing (laughs) and another thing that was also interesting which really kind of confirmed that Max kind of healed this fatherly dynamic relationship thing of mine was when we broke up, I didn't realize, and this came up in my therapy session yesterday, I started grieving my dad. The last two weeks, my dad was coming more into my mind. I had a lot more of this like twisted emotion that I didn't know how to process. And she basically said the end of mine and Max's relationship triggered me to feel like I had lost my dad again. Now, like, that just literally makes me so sad, but it, like, makes sense. And I'm not against it. Like, it makes sense. Max was that, that unconditional support and protection. And it felt like I'd almost, like, lost my dad again. But I knew that I hadn't, if that makes sense. And then, kind of, you know, another thing what made me realise was just... This is really, this is really jumping on, so sorry to just shift you there, but there was something telling me that I needed to be single. There was there was something creeping in. The idea of staying in a relationship all the way to marriage started to scare me because previously that's what I saw Max as. I saw him as my forever. And I guess now reflecting like, ah, oh, there was a reason why you kept saying you saw him as your forever because I, he is now gonna be forever in my life. But back then I only understood him as my boyfriend. So in my head, I was a bit confused. I was like, I see Max, like, always in my life. 
but why is the idea of staying in a relationship to marriage because that's what it is right you're in a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship that you see someone as your forever you don't just oh there's a gap in the middle like I didn't know you know you don't know and I'm gonna open up here I'm gonna really open up here and to be fair it's not even that big I don't even know but I haven't talked about it openly on any of my platforms and I don't think I will I don't know I don't think it's a big deal um but I'm not gonna hide the fact that I am bisexual and I don't even want to give it a label because I don't know like let's just say yeah I go the other way but it's like attracted to certain people so I don't know whether it's like energy I don't know I don't know what it is okay so we don't need to have a label but it but like if it's a label I would just say bi and I basically told Max getting into our relationship like oh by the way like I'm pretty sure I'm bi but I haven't really experimented that much I don't really 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 know and I want to be in a relationship with you but I just want to know that that's like in my head and in my forefront and he was like not in my forefront in the back front he was like yeah that's cool like we'll just see when things come to it do you know what I mean but yeah that's a little fun fact about me um swiftly moving on how did it end we had a very loving call and we mutually agreed on everything and it started out by just talking about the fact that we hadn't called in a week and then we were like slowly adding things on as we were going on we were like but we've also like lost our intimacy and we've also done this and we've also done this and this has also happened and whatever to the point where we actually realized where this was going like we did not neither one of us jumped on the call to think like I'm gonna break up with you like I'm gonna break up with her or I'm gonna break up with him we just called and we were like fuck what has gone on or like and and what was interesting he said was he was like Anna I've realized this for the last two months that you were kind of like drift not drifting away but like things were changing and he was, and I was like, why didn't you say anything? He was like, I did. I said a couple of times, are we okay? And obviously because I was kind of ignoring it and I wasn't giving it attention and I was trying to carry on with my work and my flow, I was like, of course we are, babe. I'll call you later. Do you know what I mean? Of course we are. I'll see you next week. Do you know what I mean? It was just like his gut feeling and his senses were actually in a way being faulted like I was making his reality not true if that makes sense because he was picking up genuine vibes of like us drifting apart and I was saying no we're fine do you know what I mean and, yeah of course we're fine and then he was like oh, okay that's good because like he wanted to be with me too so it wasn't like one I don't know and then so we were calling not a single bad word was going on we basically said like okay he said like we don't need to make a decision tonight I was like okay yeah end of the call and then we started texting and very quickly did the dynamic change and I was like shocked I'd never really experienced this before because we were saying like you know I really appreciate that call and whatever and then we basically said to each other like we're always going to be there for each other no matter what and when we had both sent that to each other I was like fuck that's so break up <laughs> like, I'm sorry like when you say we're always going to be there for each other like you don't say that when you're in a relationship do you like obviously you're going to be there for each other but like that's when I was like and then we started putting hearts and it was very loving and it was very like I'm so glad you came into my life and I can love you forever and I will always be there for you like it was guys 
I had never experienced it in the breakup. Normally in a breakup, suddenly your boyfriend goes telling you every night that they love you to you mention a breakup or there's a breakup in the air and suddenly they're like, mm, whatever, like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and you get scared that, like, you get scared to text them. You don't know when to text them. Me and Max, it was not like that. We were literally, like, grieving our relationship together in such a beautiful way. Like, it was such a beautiful breakup, guys. And even like the next day when I was processing like and I was like I would cry to him on FaceTime and then I would like we would like go through our camera roll and like grieve certain parts of our relationship and memories and and it was so nice to do that because obviously normally you would do that on your own phone right you would look through photos and you would just cry in your bed but we were able to be like oh my god like remember when we went to the festival it was so nice and remember when we did this in Bali and remember when we did this at the beginning of the year and do you know what I mean? So it was really just nice to like process it with him. And I think it almost like not quickened the process, but like allowed both of us to process it more. And the dynamic switch was crazy. Like the way that we were talking, like we'll always be there for each other. And like the next couple of days and the week on from it, there was no fucking difference in our texting. And is that not just crazy? Is that not just the biggest like eye opener of it all? The fact that the last months we had been texting like friends and we hadn't realised until we were friends the last two weeks and it was the same. We go, how are you doing? How was your run? Yeah, it was great. I got this time. Oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, same in relationship, I guess. Like, I don't think it's not relationship, if that makes sense. But the fact that, like, there was nothing that we were saying that was boyfriend and girlfriend wise that we couldn't say now we still say i love you we still love each other do you know what i mean so yeah and i realized once we had broken up that there is so much love and that will will never go and he will support me in everything and i will support him in everything new girlfriend new boyfriend like me him whatever like genuinely genuinely there for him and like we support each other in very I'm not gonna say different ways like I think I support him in like hyping him up and supporting him in that job aspect saying he can do more than a nine-to-five he can create his own business he's fucking got this and because I think a lot of the time when you start to create your own business self-doubt comes in and he's recently just launched his own t-shirt company which he's been doing the last two months and I'm just so insanely like insanely proud of him the first week we cried a lot it was our way of processing and then the last week we text maybe like every couple of days like I don't know I've kind of not taken a step back but we've just allowed ourselves to have a bit more space and like grieve our relationship and it's just kind of what's happened naturally ah so yeah okay so I want to go on to things that I've learned about breakups just new things that have things that I've collected um because I think there's an art to breaking up too there's a there's a lot that says about the relationship or just even like your relationship with yourself in a breakup number one feel to heal if you don't let yourself process you will just start distracting yourself procrastinating self-sabotaging like I don't want to tell you the amount of friends that I know that when they go through a breakup, they just go off. They do something else. And to be fair, I'm not judging at all because I did that too. Did you know? Did you know? The day 
so my ex ex boyfriend so my year and a half boyfriend the the one that I sometimes mention is toxic the day we broke up the day after I'm talking about the morning after did I start Anaracha Fitness so you can just imagine and and if you if you were there when Anaracha Fitness started she grew quickly and a lot and she posted every fucking day she worked out she got an eating disorder she she did everything so the level of distraction was insane but that's okay because sometimes we need it and sometimes we aren't ready to process it not to say sometimes we aren't ready to process it sometimes we don't know we're allowed to process it and like that's our way of keeping us safe however this time when it came around i was like nah anna there is no way you are gonna fall down from a breakup like you are not gonna just you're not gonna fall down from the act of not processing it like it's easy not easy but like all i had to do was sit on my sofa for the first couple of days watch tv and let myself cry i had to keep nice and warm i wrapped myself in blankets and i just let myself feel i looked over pictures i let myself cry like i had to feel it i had to even though in the back of my mind i knew it was completely the right decision completely it's not the fact that like i was almost processing i think it's really hard when you have to process a relationship ending when you don't want it to end but like just on a level of me processing the fact that max and i were you know not in a relationship together there was stuff to process and it was good and it helped another thing i learned was let yourself do nothing the first weeks are so critical as I said, let yourself sit down on the sofa all warm and cozy. My therapist, I remember on the second day, I was like trying to get myself like, I was calling my therapist, I was like, I'm just trying to get myself to the gym to like just stretch. Like I wasn't gonna work out, I'm just gonna stretch. And like, and then I'm gonna go to the coffee shop and then I'm gonna do this. And she was like, Anna, get in your car right now, drive home, have a bath, get on the sofa and don't move for the rest of the day and get a tub of ice cream. And I was like, oh, okay, if you say so. Like. It was just so interesting like that's like the typical like breakup of like sitting as letting yourself sit on the sofa but like so many people don't you don't let yourself do it and yeah don't try crack on with life straight away i learned it the hard way because literally after a week did i start getting back into my hustle i started like getting going to the coffee shop i started i didn't really go to the gym much because i actually had really low energy from this week like my energy was low from this breakup but I started, you know, driving to see friends and driving, whatever. Guess what happened at the end of the week? I dislocated my shoulder and I physically had to lie still for the next couple of days on my sofa. And it was literally my body's way of telling me to stop. It was like, bitch, if you're gonna, if you're just gonna get up too quickly after this and you're not gonna self-process, you've got low energy, you've got a heart, you're, you're, you're going through a breakup, you're not letting yourself sit with it. I'm gonna put you in a position where I'm gonna dislocate your shoulder i dislocated it it hurts so much and for two three days no for two days the only thing i could do was watch netflix all day i couldn't even get in a bath i couldn't even shower i couldn't do anything and it was just so interesting um so yeah another thing this is a really big thing right when you break up when you go through a breakup you must know that it's not about either one of you not loving each other anymore it's not a matter of lack of love okay it's about your past and what you're supposed to do in this time of your life it's the fact that your paths are just slightly drifting away make space at the fact that it is nothing 
to do with you in a sense of not being like, he doesn't love me, she doesn't love me, okay? It is quite literally the course of life. When you are 80 years old, you will look back and be like, ah, boyfriend one, boyfriend two, boyfriend three, girlfriend four, boyfriend six, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Boyfriend one. It could just be boyfriend one. It could be boyfriend no one. I don't know, okay? But all of these people come into your life at certain points to like, it's part of the path, right? So when you are splitting off, it is really important for you not to reject yourself. And this is another thing that I had learned. Rejection doesn't come from another person. We we talk about rejection like, oh, you got rejected. That person didn't want you. No, 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 no. It's from you. Rejection comes from you. In previous breakups, I would pick myself apart so I could have a reason why the relationship ended. But this time, I did not let anything come into my mind. Even when I knew part of the breakup was because Max wasn't as sexually attracted to me, it did not mean I was not sexy or hot. In fact, I know I am. It's his stuff, not mine. The second that I start pulling myself apart is the second that I'm rejecting myself. Rejection is literally a choice, even if you get broken up with, because it's their shit, their emotional issues, their path, their journey, and you are good enough, and nothing about you needs to change. Your core authentic self, no, okay? It's not the fact that your hair isn't good enough, your skin isn't good enough, your body isn't good enough, your grades, your athletic ability, no, no, okay? So just make sure if you are going through a breakup and it's like a real core rejection thing right now, know that it's a choice and you can say to yourself, I don't want to reject myself. I am freaking good enough. That's their shit. Okay. (sighs) Take a deep breath with me, guys. Breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) That is the end of today's podcast. And I want you to remember that rejection thing for anything, whether that's a job, whether that's friends, whether that's anything, a new house, when you get rejected, like a contract, like, you know, (laughs) but like, I really mean it. And please send me a message in my DMs or leave a review about the overall podcast. But if you're new here, but send me a DM. I, I really like to know your feedback on every episode. So even if I doesn't look like I read them I do like I genuinely do um and yeah let me know what even if you learned something because you may not be going through a breakup or you may have never had a boyfriend but there may be parts that you have picked up that you really like found helpful so I'm gonna love and leave you and I quickly want to talk about something which is quite hard for me. It's actually about the previous podcast episode about money. Now, I was kind of anxious, firstly making it because I don't like talking about money. And then I was anxious kind of putting it up because I had realized like, shit, if people are not in the right place to listen to this right now, it's not gonna hit well because there is an energy crisis going on in the UK right now and probably elsewhere as well. But prices are going up, people have less money and I was talking about money in a very specific way for ears that were ready to listen to it and I'm a f- and I basically been having anxiety this week that it hit the wrong way and 
it probably did and it's like hard it may not be up do you know what I mean I, I may delete it I don't know but if by any chance you did find any of it good or you were like wait no I actually like found something interesting I would really really appreciate it if you could just send it in my dms because I didn't really get any feedback from it so I don't know whether it was like all negative and no feedback or like there was positive but like you know people just didn't think to like do you know what I mean like it just you just didn't send a dm obviously like I don't know but yeah so if you could do that for me that'd be amazing now if it did hit the wrong way I'm really sorry like I'm genuinely sorry and I had to like talk about this in my therapy session the other day well yesterday maybe it was the day before because like I hold guilt that I'm like a really bad person when I do stuff like this like when a video goes wrong like this is another thing it's it came up when I started social media because I like get really scared when a video goes wrong way like whether a TikTok whether a YouTube video, whether a podcast goes the wrong way because as soon as I get that feedback of like, I can't believe you said that or I can't believe you did that, I really like make myself think that I'm a fucking shit person when really sometimes like I just say things the wrong way or people pick up on the wrong way or I genuinely could say things the right way but I trigger people because like the fact is that I'm always going to trigger people, I am but it's just hard when you already have that like background self I don't even know so that's me just apologizing if you were hurt by the last episode so yeah I'm now gonna love and leave you and oh wait no I have one more thing to say I'm really sorry I have a little section what does this mean for me now which I think is a good way to wrap it up This is a new era of me really, really turning up for myself. I am a fucking adult. I'm gonna be living in my my own apartment. I've got my car. I'm gonna be an independent queen. I'm gonna get myself to sleep. I'm gonna emotionally regulate myself. I'm gonna love time alone with myself, but I'm also gonna make such an effort with seeing friends. When I had, you know, when I have a boyfriend, I naturally see my friends less, right? And now that I'm literally going to be living alone, I need to make sure I'm seeing friends. Otherwise, it's not going to be good. (laughs) Um, I'm going to allow myself to explore my sexuality and be a free 21-year-old. Either way. And I'm going to focus on work without having to let anyone down. Because I don't want to get involved with someone who can't almost keep up, like, with what I do. So if someone can keep up, cool. That's the next chapter. But, like... Right now, I'm just going to focus on my work, do what I do, and I'm really going to tune in on my path and have no limits on what I can achieve. Like, we are only going up. We are only going up. And i got some big goals, some big things, and you guys are growing with me. So, yeah, I feel like that's more of a happy ending on this podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I love your feedback. I love you, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye-bye.